Hey, 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 and welcome back, Jack, to another Zolian podcast. For those of you who are new, welcome to episode 32. You may be asking yourself, well, what's Zolian? What is that? Well, it's my corner of the internet where I talk about my creative writing process, world building, brainstorming ideas, all in podcast and blog form. I discuss storytelling, podcasting, and the writer's mindset. I talk about my influences, perspective, and inspiration to create. You can click on Zolian 101 for more info on the website. It's on the front page. So, also, Zolian.com is a website where you can check out all of the show notes. So, the show notes won't be in the description, but it will be on the website. I always put the link, almost always, put the link in the description. Uh, you can check all that stuff out in the show notes there. It's a blog also with some articles that will help you better your writing craft. So check out the Zolcraft tag on the website for more information on that. Zolian.com also has a podcast section where you can find all the links for all the places, all the sites that were listed on. That includes iTunes, Google Podcasts, etc., Click on the podcast tab on the top right for more information there. You can go to Zolian.net directly and find the source of our podcast and download directly from there. If you do, please hit a follow and a like in the podcast episode as well as make a comment. It helps with the algorithm. I really appreciate it. Thank you. So today's topic So today's topic is writing with darkness. What is writing with darkness? Well, writing with darkness is basically you taking all the negative ideas, thoughts, emotions you have when you're in the moment of that depression, sadness, unsatisfaction in life, taking that darkness within you at that moment and writing a creature, a character, a villain, a monster, an entity, writing something, right? Using the negative thoughts and emotions you have and doing something constructive with it, writing something constructive. You're creating a world or a story, a plot, a scene, whatever it is you're creating, you're building something that allows you to create something of darkness, something that is going to build your story up, you know, improve your story or, you know, a a story you created from scratch that you wouldn't have done when you weren't, you know, when you're happy, when you weren't sad or depressed or whatever. You can also do this when you're not sad or depressed, but it heightens the effectiveness if you are sad and depressed and you're doing this. This is specific now to writing a villain, writing a monster, an entity that is just oozing in darkness, something evil. You're creating something monstrous. You're creating something that the hero is going to fight, okay? So why should you write this? Why should you write with darkness? Well, the reason why you should write with darkness is because it creates something real. It feels real. Readers today can tell when you write something and it's not authentic. It's not real. 
they can tell. It's 2021. They have a myriad of things to read. They have had the experience. Most readers now are out here able to tell and see through any kind of fake writing. So you don't want to phone in something. You don't want to force something. You want it to be natural. So the best way to do it is to take advantage of your situation if you're sad or depressed and do something constructive and positive with it by creating a villain, a creature, something of darkness. It has helped me immensely. It is great for your mindset and maintaining a high vibe. At the same time, it's also great for you as a writer because you're constructing something. You're doing something productive. You're writing something good. So. Now, why should you write with darkness? Simple. It's 2021. Readers today can tell when you are writing something that isn't real. You need to create something that feels real. And when you create from the heart, when you write something that's part of your insecurities, your fears, your sadness, whatever, when you create something like that and you put it on paper, people can tell it's real. They can feel the authenticity. You can check out my podcast about writing authentically. That one is very good. I recommend that one where I talk about why you should write authentically. It's In 2021, people have a myriad of things to read. They've had the experience. They can tell when you're phoning it in. They can tell when you're real. So you need to be as real as possible at all times when you write. Don't push it. Don't force it. You create naturally. When How you create naturally? You look within yourself. You find the things about yourself that you don't like, the things that you fear, the things that you don't like, you hate, the things that make you, that go bump in the night, that make you scared. Put it on paper. What creeps you out? What it crosses your uncanny valley? You have to find those things about you and put yourself in that state of, you know, disarray, that state of sadness and kind of figure out what it is that takes you off, maybe rage. These negative emotions, you put them in a creature, you put them in an entity, you put them in a group of villains, you're going to have something really special that people can really take a bite into. You have to remember, this is a part of you. When you write, it has to come from you. It can't be something that you're just like, all right, this is what they want to see. This is what they want. No, it has to be what's already in you that you want to write. Okay, so there's that. The next thing is symbolism. The next reason why you should write with darkness is symbolism. You need to go for the light versus dark symbolism. This motif is the widest motif. If you want a wide readership, you want a wide audience for your novel, you need to go for the symbolism that crosses all cultures. This is the number one symbolism. People understand the good versus evil. No matter what country they're from, no matter what culture they're from, no matter how different you are from someone else, they understand that motif, that allegory. Hey, you're a hero versus the villain. You put that on paper. You put that on the forefront of your mind when you're creating this creature, when you're creating... When you're writing this story, when you're writing the world, 
when you're in that state of disarray, maybe it's a horror scene, people will feel like they're there and they want to keep reading. You're going to have them turn the page over and over and over. You're going to get them glued when you're doing that. Okay. The next thing is design and branding. This is your baby. You need to write and make it yours. This is your world. You need to design the world with your words. So in their mind, in the reader's mind, you're creating a world. You're painting a world while they are imagining it. So they're participating in it. So you're giving them the words to build that world. You're giving them the bricks. They need to build that world in their head, that story in their head. And your branding is what they remember from it. What do they remember from your story? Is it the villain? Is it the hero? Is it the situation? Is it just one area of the story? Or is it one scene in the story? Or is it the whole story? How effective you are is going to be reflected upon what they remember. That is going to be your mark of success. If they can remember it, guess what, buddy? You've been successful. Okay? You have to do yourself a big service and allow yourself to take this tool and make it work for you. So aspects of this make it work for you. So you have a a constructive, you know, you, you, you've taken a moment of sadness or depression or, you know, or, you know, uh, anger or whatever. And you're making something constructive from it. You're doing something productive with it. And it helped you embed your story in the person's brain and ingrain their, your story in their brain. They can remember it. They can recall it. They're going to tell somebody about it. You know, do that for yourself so then you in the future can write more stories that can get them reading again and again and again and make them come back again and again. So how do you write? Uh, how do you write with darkness? Very simple. Five things. One, you're creating a larger than life villain. Make a villain that is, you know, bigger than life, right? You have to make them something that's just Wow, what a memorable villain. That's part of your your branding. You're making something that people will remember. What does that mean? This is something that is up to you. This is the part of you that you can go ahead and be creative with. What makes that creature so special, so memorable? Look at stuff that you read before that you remember. What is it about those stories that you remember? Do yourself a favor and look at those. The next thing is you need the big bad, this, this dark creature, this whatever, this negative creature that you made, you need to make it something that everybody else is afraid of. Everybody else doesn't take lightly. It's not a joke. I mean, that's the message, and that's fine. But you have to, it has its own time and place. You have to do it sparingly. Because you want to not let the humor overtake and overshadow the story. So there you go. The next thing you need to do is foreshadow the creature. It can't be random. It has to be something foreshadowed early on and you pepper it a little bit in the story the next thing is mystery you need to keep the reader continuing to come back again and again don't give everything away let the reader build it in their head that is a part of suspense that is a part of allowing the reader to create something that they want to come back to okay let them build that legend in their head a little bit okay Always leave a little bit out. Always leave them wanting more. Never put the whole thing on the table. There you go. 
And the horror aspect is the last part. This villain cannot be easily defeated. It cannot be something that's right away defeated. Or if it is something that's right away defeated, it has to already be foreshadowed as not a big deal in the first place. Because the last thing you want to do is making this creature <laughs> something that's just bigger than life and then it was no big deal. Um, unless you're going for humor, don't do this, okay? If you're going for humor, then that's fine. But again, use it sparingly. Make sure that this story that you're doing is already a humor story. Anyways, I have some examples of enemies, villains that have been written with darkness. Now, when you write with darkness, you usually end up creating a dark lord, which is a villain that's just a mysterious entity that is plaguing the world, that is the big bad, the final boss, the final villain, whatever, right? The ultimate antagonist. That's usually what comes out. Sometimes what can come out is a monster that, that the protagonist has to fight. Here are some examples of the Dark Lord. The examples are Darkseid from Justice League, Thanos from Avengers, Darth Vader from Star Wars, Sauron from Lord of the Rings, Vatu from Korra, Fire Lord from Avatar, and Kaido from One Piece. And of course, the original Dark Lord, the Devil. All of these, all of these entities are all coming from writing with darkness. Even in the Bible, the devil is written with darkness. It is written from a place of fear. It is written from a place of disdain. You need to harness that and write like that. One aspect that has been blowing up lately is the cosmic horror aspect. Cosmic horror has increased the stakes the fear has increased and the shock value of what is possible in the symbolism and motif of this aspect, the strategy of this tool um, over time. Um, I, it's, I believe it's because with cosmic horror, you're able to really tap into the insecurities and the feel of dread that comes from the insignificance of human nature, right? The insignificance of humankind in the grand scheme of things, right? That is excellent because the whole point of writing with darkness is tapping into those insecurities. So while you are looking into cosmic horror, you can actually use that with writing with darkness and really heighten end result with the reader. Hey, and that's the end of the episode. Thanks for listening. If you're listening to this on iTunes, please give this a five-star review. Much appreciated. If you're on any other platform, please share the episode. If you share it on Twitter, feel free to add us at Zolian. If you're on SoundCloud listening to this, please hit the like, follow the show, and comment on the episode. We'll shout you out in a future episode. Thanks for all the love and support. Have a great day.